0: It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo. Well, hello, everybody. This is Andy Gallo and the Big Show, and we have our guest today is uh, James Sloan. And uh, how you doing? Good, good. good. Just glad Thank to be you. here. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was thinking about that when I was when I called you and I was when I first met you. You were Jamie, and yeah. then later on, I saw. I don't know where I guess it was something maybe you were playing somewhere and you were were a country gym yeah so what do you what do you prefer Uh, Sloan
1: just (laughs) (laughs) so 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 Jamie was uh what I was known as in the in the bluegrass world right so on social media or or whatever why if somebody calls me Jamie I know it's a Probably like a bluegrass connection or a long-time family connection. Mm-hmm. Mama gave me that nickname when I was just real little. Right. But uh, Leslie, my daughter, stuck that moniker on me about Country Jim, and um, I wasn't really uh, happy with that so much, but uh, it just stuck, and so I've lived with it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It works. Seems to work.
1: Yeah. So you've been playing music, gosh, a long time. Yeah. Uh, I'm 78 and, uh, I got my first guitar when I was about nine or nine or 10. Daddy bought me a Sears silver tone flat top guitar. And, uh, and then when he saw that cause he played, uh, some rhythm guitar and a mandolin and sang country songs. And so then, uh, when I uh, got to where I could play fairly well on that old, uh, Sears box why he got me a, a Gibson J 45 that I. Kept for uh, for a number of years, and uh, I I just keep uh, somebody. Uh, I've got arthritis pretty bad now, and so somebody asked me. They said, uh, "So you play guitar?" And I said, "Well, anymore, I just kind of stir it some." <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Yeah you don't you don't have the j forty five anymore i guess really. i don't i have uh i have two martins i have a martin d eighteen and in fact, i had for a number of years i had a martin d twenty eight made in my birth year nineteen forty three so that was pretty cool it was yeah pretty yeah. cool so you play
0: a lot of variations of of music you play country music you play gospel you play bluegrass yeah what do you prefer
1: um I really I really couldn't pick out uh, I sometimes say my favorite is what I'm playing at the time mm-hmm. uh, I think my voice is is maybe more suited for bluegrass than it is country although there were some great country singers that had a kind of a raspy voice Hank mm-hmm. Hank williams and and so forth right yeah but um, I, I I love having a a country dance band. I've done that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I've played bluegrass a lot, a lot of bluegrass festivals. Uh, but I, where I was born and raised there in Tennessee, um, we got uh, Grand Ole Opry on the radio, and a lot of old uh, roots, bluegrass music was around there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Speaking of the
0: of the Grand Ole Opry, who who was your favorite artist back in the day? Or even today, I, I guess, you know.
1: Well, I, although he wasn't so much an, an Opry guy, but my favorite country singer was Ray Price. Mm-hmm. But the guy that I got kind of closest to, I guess, because, I, you know, I was born kind of between Memphis and... In Nashville. And so I developed friendships with people who played the Opry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got to hang out backstage a lot. Jim and Jesse and the Virginia boys, uh, they became friends of mine. Jesse's son, Keith, I became a good friend of his. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I got to hang out hang out backstage. I never played the Opry, I wrote in a blog one time that waiting in the wings, mm-hmm. that I was about 80 foot from center stage, but it might have, must have could have been a thousand miles. Right. <laughs> but but right. you know, yeah. I, I was grateful that. Uh, but Jack Green, did I say that? Jack Green was yeah. probably my yeah. my favorite uh, artist as a person, and I loved his music mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, yeah he, and- would, uh, he would. He uh, would not even have to if he saw that I was there he would uh, he would say I, I want to do a song for my friend James Sloan from Houston and so my favorite song was uh, there's a whole lot about a woman a man don't know and it Good was song. not it was not a big hit of his at no, all no but it was a great song it, it was and it I'm was fixing to do yeah. another country project I think and uh, my grandson Caleb, Lindley is mm-hmm. going to be playing steel on that project, and I've
0: heard him play on on the on the Facebook and yeah. uh, social media, and he is he is really dynamite, phenomenal. Yeah, he's only been playing a year and a half. It just runs in the family. Yeah, you know, just
1: he, he just trickles right
0: on down. You know, so.
1: <laughs> and you know, the thing that's so important to me, if I brag on to him about his playing and his dexterity on the instrument. Uh, he will commonly say to me, "Pop, I love this music so much," and I think that uh, that is much more important mm-hmm. than ability to play mm-hmm. an instrument. Mm-hmm. The love for the music, the wanting to keep the music alive, and, mm-hmm. uh, and we need
0: that absolutely. We need the younguns to, yeah. to kind of take over, yeah. you know, and start uh, play some play some real country music.
1: You yeah. So you want to play something for us? Well, let's do one that's a kind of, um, kind of a crossover between, um, uh, bluegrass and country. Um, uh, my favorite bluegrass songwriter was Carter Stanley, one half of the Stanley brothers. He died, he was only like 46, died in the sixties. Uh, his brother Ralph, uh, continued doing bluegrass until a couple of years ago. But, um, He wrote this song in the 50s, as I remember. And then it was recorded by Porter Wagoner. And then uh, it was recorded also in the 80s by Ricky Skaggs, who crossed over from Bluegrass to Country and uh, brought this song with him. And then my daughter Leslie, when we had the family band, uh, she recorded this when she was 16. So it's called Old Love Letters. Mm Mm-hmm. Today I burned your old love letters I burned them gently one by one And as I light the flame I'd read it So I can see what you had done The first you wrote me was the sweetest The last one broke my heart in two Our love now lies among the embers In the ashes of your letters tied in blue And as I burned your old love letters, they brought back memories from the past. They told about you and your new love, a love I knew would never last. The first you wrote me was the sweetest The last one broke my heart in two Our love now lies among the embers In the ashes of your letters tied in blue and I can say I still love you. Oh,
0: that's good. I like Thanks, that. Andy.
1: I like that. You know, he- that's a dated kind of idea. Uh, I think I think we've got an old shoebox or cigar box up in the attic somewhere with some letters that my wife... We've been married 58 years, and uh, way back then... Uh, I was working out of state, and she wrote me letters. I think maybe I still got some of those. But um, today, if you were going to write that song, you'd say, Today I deleted all your emails and all your text messages. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Who writes letters anymore? Nobody,
0: nobody writes letters anymore. <laughs> nobody writes letters.
1: But, you know, that's the thing about Roots music. thats um, To sing a song that's dated like that is still... There is still the emotion in it mm-hmm. and the prettiness of the melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, of writing, do, do you write songs? You know, both of my daughters are prolific songwriters. Uh, they both have written a lot of, of really good songs. And, uh, and I've tried my hand at it a little bit. I never really seriously tried it. But... Uh, when they would just kind of come out as, as a doggerel verse and and a cheesy, and kind of like roadhog type of stuff. Sometimes
0: that's the best songs, though. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, look at the music that's out today. I mean, good grief,
1: mercy sakes, you yeah. Know? And that is true. It's crazy. Yeah, but, you, know, you know, I listen so, to a lot of John Prine. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. a you talk about a wordsmith, and of course Tom yeah. T. Hall. Uh, I oh, do yeah. I do some yeah. of his stuff. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. Those are really well written things.
0: I mean, whoever would have thought that that you could sing a song or a song could be written about a wooden Indian in front of a cigar mm-hmm. store? Yeah, y- you know, but it was done. Who did it? Hank yeah. Williams Sr.
1: Yeah, and it was a big hit. So I mean, hey, you know, I think I wrote a a cheesy comedy effort at Kalaja. Uh, is it any wonder that his face was red? Kalaja had termites in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Probably true. <laughs> now, we're talking about
0: playing instruments. Do you play anything besides a guitar?
1: No. Uh, when I was a kid, I started fooling around with the mandolin mm-hmm. a little bit. But Yeah. But, so, but uh, yeah, that... Not, and I can't uh, with this arthritis anymore. Right. I just kind of stir it a little bit. Right, right. Well, you do good. Yeah. You do good. You do good. So uh,
0: I know you, music is, is is one of your big things. But do you ever have uh, any other hobbies? Any other things that you uh, that you like to do?
1: I, uh, I I was I pitched uh, slow pitch softball competitive tournament thing for mm-hmm. 20 years. It was on some. Really good uh, really good teams. Right. And uh it got to the point where they said uh they began to say to me, uh, you know, now they've got these fifty five and older leagues and they've got these teams where co ed where you you play with women mm-hmm. and uh yeah. it was a polite way of saying, you know, you can't cut it, dude, like you used to do, <laughs> <laughs> So uh but that was we would go to Fort Worth or San Antonio, where everyone play weekend tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. That's good. That's good.
0: You know, we've got this uh, this album right here that you that you did. That's got a, shuffles
1: and waltzes. Shuffles and waltzes. Yeah, that's a that's a heart of Texas project. Tracy mm-hmm. Pitcox and mm-hmm. um, and I, I'm really I'm really proud of that. I um, got a lot of airplay for just a little country boy like me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there anything on here that we can do? You know, I I can do. We could off of there.
0: Okay. Oh, that's a good song. Little Jimmy Dickens. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, that's good stuff. Go yeah, ahead. It is. Uh, you don't do it? Yeah, we could. Yeah.
1: If anyone could find the joy that true love brings, a girl and boy, then we could we could you and i and if anyone could ever say that their true love was here to stay then we could we could you and i when you're in my arms i know you're happy To be there And just as long As I'm with you I'm happy Anywhere And if anyone Could pray at night And thank the Lord That all is right We could We could You and I When you're in my arms, I know you're happy to be there. And just as long as I'm with you, I'm happy anywhere. And if anyone could ever say that their true love was here to stay, we could. We could, you and I. Yes, we could. We could, you and I. Oh, that's pretty. That's good. Yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoyed uh, getting to know him a little bit. Uh, he was quite a, he was quite a character.
0: And a funny guy. Here's a. Here's he really a. Was. Here's a. Huh?
1: Yeah, I he, do. I yeah, do a, several of his little yeah. witticisms.
0: Well, you know, back when I was just a kid, I was probably, I don't know, 10 years old. My dad had given me a real. He worked on radio and TVs and he was always getting stuff in. Somebody brought him a reel to reel, seven inch reel to reel. He fixed it, gave it to me. I was about 10 or 11 years old. Little Jimmy was coming to Willis to play for the Volunteer Fire Department. This is back in 60-whatever. I don't know. And I recorded the show, and I got the show today. Uh, I dubbed it down and put it on CD. Ooh. Yeah. And
1: I'm going to get that win? You will.
0: No, I'm serious. I'll, <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll get you a copy. Oh, of, I got it in my computer. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll get you.
1: Sounds you know, good. I really enjoyed meeting all of those people. I really enjoyed meeting the Bluegrass people. I've been to Bill Monroe's home and spent the day with him, you know, go with him to um, Cracker Barrel and have lunch and, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I really, I really enjoyed meeting Ray Price. I got to hang out with him a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't have, uh, he didn't have the, the personality uh, that uh, little Jimmy did. Uh, he didn't have the weirdness that Monroe did. <laughs> he, he was kind of non-plus, laid-back kind of mm-hmm. kind of guy. As far as how he would relate to me, now maybe somebody he knew a lot better or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember one time I was on the radio station one Saturday morning in Amarillo. I was up there plugging a CD, and uh, they had me on the Saturday morning show, like you, the same kind of thing Mm -hmm. like you did you know Mm -hmm. and so the DJ's the DJ's name was Sam I don't remember his last name but he said country Jim who's your who's your favorite uh country artist and I said I'd have to say Ray Price Mm -hmm. and he said well what's your favorite Ray Price song I said now dude I can't go there (laughs) there's no way I can pick out one of those songs Mm -hmm. and so he said you may tell you what mine is and, and he says, by the way, we play up, he said, up here in Amarillo, we call Ray Price the voice. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I said, yeah, what, what's your favorite, Sam? And he said, my favorite is, uh, you took my happy away. And I go, I go, Sam, I know Ray's catalog pretty well, yeah. mm-hmm. but I don't know you took my happy away. And I'm not even sure I've got every word exactly right about that. Mm-hmm. And so he said, well, you're fixing to hear it now. So he played it. He played it on the air. Uh, and he said, you know, country, he said, I called Ray here a while back. And uh, and I had I knew this about Ray, that Ray raised game chickens, game mm-hmm. roosters. Mm-hmm. And when you talked to him on the phone, you could hear them roosters in the background. <laughs> but uh, he said, Ray asked me. He said, Sam, what's your favorite Ray Price song? And I told him. I said, you took my happy away. And he said, there was a pause. And Ray said, Sam, I don't remember that song. <laughs> <laughs> but sure enough, he, he
0: he did that did that somewhere. Yeah. There must have been a B-side. You,
1: you yeah. think? Maybe. I think it did get released but uh, I had a st- uh, th- on this project no I'm going to do it on the next project. I had a, a steel player that I've used some contact me and and he said Country Jim I I'm pitching a song to you want to raise that uh I think that I think you ought to do. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> I can uh, I've lost it. Um but the thing about it was, when the Bear Family put out mm-hmm. that project, mm-hmm. there were a, a number of songs. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Wild and Wicked World. Uh, uh, yeah. But it was never released, mm-hmm. but it was recorded. It was still in the can. Mm-hmm. But Bear Family put out all of those, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Yep. And so, uh, yep. But I think, actually, You Took My Happy Away was on an album somewhere. I've never heard it
0: well uh we're we're just about to wrap it down here, but yeah. I have a couple of more questions for you, and I got one that this is a deep,
1: deep, deep, deep question. Oh man. who is Jamie Sloan? When I graduated from high school, the uh yearbook people, they put a saying under your picture that they felt uh epitomized you who you were. Mm-hmm. And under my picture it said, Trouble sits but lightly upon his shoulders. And that has been uh, that has has been a lot of a lot of who I am. But I said to somebody recently that that I do want people to see two sides of me, that Jamie Sloan loves humor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and making fun of himself and others and situations. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a depth to Jamie Sloan. Mm-hmm. There's a con- there's concern for others, there's feelings. Uh, mm-hmm. There's love for my family and love for my country and mm-hmm. love for my neighbor. And music, the uh, the number of silly, frivolous songs that I do and I do a few compared to the number of deep songs that I do mm-hmm. uh, I would say that I try to be a serious deep person more than I try to be silly mm-hmm. but I love being silly mm-hmm. and I really I really meant to spend more time on here bragging on you and, uh, and uh-huh. what I'm 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 just hey this is all about you buddy this yeah. is all about you man yeah.
0: sorry right. got another one for you all right All right, what would you like St. Peter to say
1: when you reach the pearly gates? Uh, Well, I would like to know his uh, reaction when I say to him about my wife, I'm with her. C.S. Lewis said one time, he said, when you get to heaven, you may have three surprises. He said, you may be surprised who's there, and you may be surprised who's not there. But you'll probably be surprised that you're there. (laughs) So I would say that I I would say to him, uh, I wouldn't really say I'm with her talking about my wife. Mm -hmm. I'd say I'm with him talking about Jesus. Right. Yeah. That's good. Man, I sure do
0: appreciate you being here. Man, I've loved this. This has been great. This has been real, real great. And we'll probably do this again down the road. Oh, please, let's do it. This is just show number four. (laughs) So we got a long way to go here. We'll probably get you back over here and... Yeah. talk more about something
1: yeah you know so but I do appreciate you being here thanks. thanks I loved it I love this kind of thing
0: thanks for listening to The Fit Show with Andy Gallo tune in next time this has been a Unicap Media Presentation